another Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Ryan Dorson. Glad you could join us. What exactly are you doing today? Yep, there's the first question. There's the first insight. Are you trying to stay cool? He's trying to stay warm. Are you trying to stay out of the soup? That's one of those 80 degree days when it's 80% humidity outside and you just feel like you're boiling from the inside out. Well, whatever you're doing, whatever weather conditions you find yourself on planet Earth, welcome for the ride. It's a big, beautiful blue spaceship and I'm glad you're here. But this topic today will be managing oneself. And I'm talking about not only external conditions like the weather, but more importantly, internal conditions like your positive mental attitude, PMA, your growth mindset. So the question that I was challenged to tackle this week was on insights. What insights do we need if we're a small business owner and we want to start making six figures, seven figures, recurring revenue or income? We kind of want to solve the cash flow for life challenge. How do we do that? Is it fear holding us back? What's the obstacles? Well, I will tell you the six inches of gray matter between your ears is where it all happens. Yep, you heard me right. Your mind. The good, the bad, the ugly, the exciting, the emotional, the fearful, the thoughtful, the intellectual, the logistical, it's all there. So to answer the question, what exactly do I need to do What skills do I need to acquire? What do I need to learn? What do I need to do more of or the same to break these barriers that you're challenging? So the podcast is Managing Oneself, and I'm going to tell you that you've invested in yourself or you would not be listening today. So congratulations for realizing where the solution and the problem lie. It's within you. So if you have invested in yourself in college, in courses, in self-improvement books, in hanging out with good coaches and mentors and podcasts, you've already figured out there's certain skills that add a bigger ROI, return on investment, than others. So when you invest in your undergraduate or your graduate or you invested in a local community college course or you invested in a coaching program or a book, what do they have in common? You are trying to learn what you need to learn at the time you need it and get better. So the first thing I'm gonna tell you if you wanna make consistent six figures or seven figures in income is you gotta get out there and face your fears. And if your fear is I don't wanna present or I don't wanna network or this is scary, here's the rules I'm gonna suggest today. So number one, you need to learn about sales. Now, when I say sales, half of you are saying, I'm not even sure I want to finish the podcast. The other half of you are getting excited or some shade in between those two. Sales solve everything. Yes, when I'm talking about sales, I'm not talking about at the local Toyota dealership where they're going to come out and leap on you with their bright red polo shirts on and say, what's it going to take to get you into this car today or whatever style they're using this week. I'm talking about delivering mass value. I'm talking about the transfer of enthusiasm. Everyone sells. Some of us know it and admit it and enjoy it and are comfortable in our own skins. And some of us said, you couldn't get me to sell anything to anybody. It's ridiculous. You'll need to sell yourself to the banks, to fellow networkers, to a spouse, 
to any kind of situation, sales are involved every single day in everything we do. So you're gonna need to learn sales. You might as well step up and go, what do I know about sales? What was the last good book I read on that topic? What was a good podcast that I listened to? What was something on a YouTube channel that's teaching me sales? So mentors and coaches and sales professionals are all around you every day. Your kids are probably the best example of champion of sales because they're persistent, they're relentless, they're steady, they're focused, they're energetic, they believe in what they want, they're perfect model kids. Now, model adult smart kids. We're all adult smart kids when you think about it. So think about right now, one low, 10 high, how are you at sales? And if you're not a 9.8 or a 10.25 on a one to 10 scale, one of the reasons I hire sales professionals is I ask them, who's the best salesperson you know? And if they said they are, then I'm probably gonna give them a shot because that's a very bold, but you've gotta have that confidence, that enthusiasm. So get good at sales. So ask yourself, what is it you're doing now in the wild, wonderful world of sales to get good at it? Because sales matter, cash flow matters. What are you doing to solve problems and transfer enthusiasm because that's what sales is. So what is the problem you're selling or solving? Who's the avatar or the person you're working with, the ideal person that you should be interacting with? What's their problem? Listen to them. Ask them, get to know their pain points, and then go in and figure out a solution or find a solution that exists and serve it to them. Listen to them, appreciate them, walk with them, build the speed of trust. So if you look at your skill of sales and it's not up to speed, put that down as HW or homework. It's got to happen. Number two, if you're going to consistently get to the six or seven figures, What are you going to do? You need to know how to build. So yes, you need to know how to sell, but you also need to know how to build. And I mean build a solution. Do your research and development. Figure out what it is that you need to do to build. Is it systems that are lacking? Processes? Is it, we have something here that we call it an interrupt system. We have something here called an engage system. We have something here called a love system. Some of you probably know this in another form, in a former life, it was called know, like, and trust. K-N-O-W, get to know somebody, like somebody, trust somebody. That model's worked for three decades. However, we're in a more sophisticated time. Welcome to GPS, welcome to ChatGPT, welcome to Google and internet searches. Things are moving faster than ever. Your systems need to know how to move faster than ever. So, how do you build exponential growth. How do you think 10x? Who's your coach? Who's your mentor? What are you learning and listening from? So not only is skills fundamental, but two, building companies exponentially, I think is a second core. And third, it's basically how to lead. Because if you can lead, you've got that confidence, the belief that from just trial and error, from hard knocks, from learning from other people, however you got there, Once you have that confidence, we need that. That belief that I've been there, I've done that, I know what mistakes to avoid, I know what mistakes to work through, plow through, I know how to build on prior accomplishments and from other people. So number one, if you want to manage oneself, 
you. You want to make sure you know how to sell, you want to make sure you know how to build, and you want to make sure you know how to lead. Those three skills are what I see that people make six figures, seven figures a year have mastered, and they're quite accomplished at. And those people that are struggling, they're still doing the day job, they haven't become efficient as an entrepreneur and running their own thing and calling their own shots don't have those three skills in the same level of quality that you want them on. So those are three areas that you can focus on. Go in and sit down with a coach or a mentor or ask us and we can help you go, oh, how do I get a nine or a 10 on a one to 10 in scales? How can I be a business builder? What are the obstacles holding me back to get to a nine or 10 on scale on this skill? or a nine plus when it comes to being a leader. And I'll give you a hint. If you had a chance and only could pick one of the three, you're probably gonna wanna skip sales, you probably wanna skip building, and you'll say, I'll just wanna be a leader. You know, everybody wants to hurry up and chase to the end state. I would challenge you not to do that because you won't have the internal confidence and drive you need. Yes, if you're a good leader and you hired the right who's that know how to do things, they could then build the businesses. They could then go do the sales. So if you want to start at the end point, go for it. But it's time to use systems and processes and break this down into bite-sized pieces so you know exactly what you're doing over time. So to manage yourself, start with sales, building, and leadership. Now, more specifically, to dive into how to manage oneself when it becomes to be entrepreneurial, what is it that's successful, that's why you're listening to the Insights Podcast, successful small business owners do to really enjoy exponential growth and success? So I've got a checklist today of 10 items. If you're driving, please drive. If you're jogging, please jog. But when you get a chance, you're going to want to go play this. It's okay to listen to these more than once because there's enough material here that you may not capture it all the first time. You don't have to watch it 99 times like the Titanic because at the end it sinks and you know that. But there's something beneficial about, ooh, worked on that one. Ooh, read that one. Ooh, got that idea implanted. So here's the 10 things you want if you want to have some of that managing yourself as an entrepreneur and being really good at what you do, and going right past the six figures, seven figures, and eventually eight figures incomes that you might desire. Number one, continuously innovate. So ask yourself those two words, continuous innovate. How am I doing on that? Do I have actual time blocked off in my schedule? Do I do that first thing in the morning from 5 a.m. till noon uninterrupted? Do I think intently on innovation? If not me, then who? Is the leader of your small, successful, growing company, you need to be head of R&D, research and development. So it's time to jump in the shower so you can think. I know that's where you don't have your cell phone, I hope. And that's a chance to really get your day started. Or that's a time to go walk and watch the sunrise or watch the sunset. That's a chance. Go listen to your music. Go do the meditation. Go do what you need to do. Continuous innovation. Because if you're not innovating products and services and business processes, your competition is. You've got to encourage a culture of innovation within your company and embrace new technologies and trends 
that are going to enhance your offerings over time. So give yourself a score. I know we're managing oneself, one low, 10 high. How's your R&D looking, research and development? How's your innovation process looking? When was the last time you had some new products? Because if I want to come in and acquire your business someday, I'm going to ask, how's your intellectual property? What have you already licensed and turned into cash flows? What is the opportunity that still can be unlocked and unleashed? So number one, continuously innovate. Number two, expand your market reach. As an entrepreneur, you've got that cool mind, always looking for opportunities, always looking for problems to expand your target market beyond the current customer base. So what is it that gets you excited? What is it that emotionally you're like, I am worthy of this challenge. I am managing myself. I need to help some of the five to $10 trillion it's going to transfer in this exit planning situation. Cause I heard there's 10,000 retirees a day going to retire. What do they need? What do they want? They are a mass process. If I know if 10,000 retirees are retiring every day and 25% of them roughly are entrepreneurs, business owners, baby boomers, I know for a fact that they need an exit plan. I know that some of them will not exit successfully. They don't have that all figured out. Even Elon Musk said, I'm open to ideas on proper succession. And this is a guy that's got a lot of good questions and a lot of good answers and done rather well for himself. So how are you going to expand your market reach? So take that question, get some pencil and paper, yep, the old planning tool in your hand, a pen, and start to think about opportunities that you can grow. Number three, build strong customer relationships. They want your emotional input. They want a positive experience. They want exceptional customer service. Nothing less will do. They want personalized experiences. They want everything part of your brand. Every decision, everything you do is part of that. So how is your customer relationships right now? On a one low, 10 high, if you're not a 12 or a 10 or a 9.9, do some exit interviews. Find out why people have left. Talk to the people who have come in. Why did they come in? Who referred them? Who's your advocates? Who's your affiliates? What's going on? Build it. It's mission critical. If you want to make six or seven figures recurring for life, strong customer relationships. I know you're scrambling. I know you're writing things down. I know this is work, but there's a reason you're a fan and tuned in to the Insights Podcast, and we appreciate you. Number four, develop strategic partnerships. Who you hang with matters. Who's your crowd? Who's your people? Who are you going to spend quality time with? You need to have good long-term strategic partnerships with complementary businesses and industry influencers and centers of influencers. People that make a difference. I would think of it this way. If they have leverage, the average person, the average bear, probably knows 80, 100, 150 people, 200 people, if they're pretty gregarious and friendly. But if you're a center of influence, you might have 400 clients or 800 clients where if you call, they're going to say, ooh, what do you got? I'm happy to talk to you. I love it. You make my life better as we go. So who do you want to be in a strategic relationship with or partnership? Because you cannot be in that with everyone. So figure out who you want to spend quality time with. 
That alone will make a big difference as you're climbing and you want exponential growth and make your company never look back. Number five, hopefully you're not getting writer's cramp at this point, but keep jotting down the notes. You're not going to work them all today, but I'm giving you 30, 60, 90 days worth of work to do or longer. Some of these are lifetime skills that we're going to continuously work on. Invest in marketing and advertising. Yes, marketing and advertising are not the same thing at all. You want to spend time. What is your brand? So who's your social media specialist? Is that somebody that you hired the who, so they brought the what? Is that something you want to get really good at? Have you spent four hours on a quiet Sunday afternoon plugging in how you're going to do this? So at least you're going to hire better people around you that can help you with it. Content marketing, SEO, search engine optimization, paid advertising. Are you working with a public relations professional that's already got the network and the experience and they do what they do really well so you don't have to? But you need to invest in marketing and advertising. I know no one who is successful making six or seven figures a year or more without doing some marketing and advertising. Bottom line. Number six on the one to ten list of how to have a successful small business and enjoy exponential growth and success. Foster a high performance team. Who you surround yourself with, not just partnerships, not outside affiliates, not centers of influence. I'm now talking about the people you see every single day, five or six days a week most likely. You are investing in your employees, you're investing in your contractors, your consultants, training and development. Yep, T&D, training and development, What's your active plans, both strategically and tactically? How are you spending time making sure they're up to speed? How are you enhancing their skills? I know this is about managing oneself, but one of the ways you manage yourself is by managing other people, or as we mentioned earlier, leading other people. You want to ensure that they are equipped to drive business growth. Here, we call them win-win seals. Now, not S-E-A-L like sea, air, and land like the Navy SEALs, but that idea of working together, the warrior spirit, that entrepreneurial spirit, and then accountability partnerships where they're tag-teamed and they work together. We have an A and a B and they work back and forth. And then they work as a complete unit, as a team, and communicate and coordinate. And then they surround themselves with Upworks and Fiverr and virtual assistants and things from there. So having an entire system you want to foster a high-performance team. Number seven, embrace technology and automation. Are you using a CRM, a customer relation management? Are you, how do you handle your accounting? Who's your experts on project management? Is it cutting edge or almost there for technology and automation? Who handles your inventory management? Are you doing products or services? There are software solutions. There are apps for that. Make sure you're where you need to be based on your industry. And sometimes you'll get the best ideas outside of your industry. So whatever your specialty is, whatever your niche is, go find a list of what the best of the best practices are using. Learn it. Look to see if that satisfies what you're doing. Or maybe you're cutting edge. Maybe you're going to create the next need and be ahead of the power curve. Or go to other industries and go, oh, that's a pretty cool idea. I didn't even think about it, but look how it applies beautifully here. So embrace technology and automation. Eight, 
monitor key performance indicators. You've heard me mention them before on other Insights podcast KPIs. You want to identify and track key performance indicators that are relevant to your business goals. You want to regularly review and analyze your KPIs to gain insights into the business's performance. Identify areas for improvement and make data-driven decisions. Data is big. You don't have to be an IBM or Watson or Big Blue or whatever to have good data. We have a monthly report that we use here. We communicate and coordinate, gather the data, and learn. It's almost like a dashboard, D-A-S-H. It's almost like in the cockpit or in your vehicle. You see these are in the green. These are in the yellow. These are in the red. These are idiot lights that come up and remind you. All of that information, you, when you're managing yourself, are responsible for your dashboard. What information you're getting back? What's mission critical? What's nice to know? What does your team need to see? Don't get too many instruments and controls, but your KPIs or key performance indicators need to be monitored. The data will help you gather the data and make better decisions. Number nine, stay agile and adapt. If somebody said, what is the key? It's persistence. In today's dynamic business landscape, it's crucial to stay agile and adapt to changing market conditions. Monitor industry trends. Keep an eye on the competition, even if it's just your customers. And be open to adjusting your strategies as needed. Embrace a mindset of continuous learning and improvement. And if you're an Insights Podcast listener, I'm committed to bringing the best of the best ideas. I'm an avid reader. You should be an avid reader. I'm a lifelong learner. You are as well. My unique ability is to take tons and tons of data and hopefully compress it and simplify it and make it practical. My undergraduate is from Cal Poly Pomona Polytechnic, which means learning by doing, getting in there and making it real. Because every CEO, every business owner, every executive you've ever talked to has three things in their mind's eye. And we've covered this before, but it's so important I want to repeat it again. Can I make money with what you're telling me? Can I save time with what you're telling me? Can I learn something new from this interaction? And if the answer is you're going to hit all three of those, you're a welcome guest. If the answer is you're not going to hit any of those, you can leave. I mean, I hate to be blunt and direct and brutally honest, but the answer is if you're not bringing anything to the potluck or the party or the visit or the interaction, don't go. You haven't done your homework. You're not prepared. So am I going to save money? Make, make money, save time, make time? Am I gonna learn something new that'll help me with the first two? If you're ready, come on in with enthusiasm and excitement, not be bouncing off the wall, but you're serious about what you're doing. We'd love to see you. If you're not, you're not quite ready yet. Go do some prep. Be prepared, like the Boy Scouts say. And number 10, seek guidance and mentorship. Consider seeking guidance from business mentors, coaches, industry experts who can provide valuable insights and guidance based on their experience, learn from their successes and their failures, and leverage their knowledge to make more informed decisions. So we like to say a plan to make smarter decisions. 
those people that have a plan are going to statistically and in reality have better success from those people that said, someday I'm going to get a plan. Someday I'm going to think through this. Someday I'm going to be self-managed. Well, I got news for you. Surprise, surprise. Today's the day. You are managing yourself. How are you doing? Really or really well? Or so-so? So in summary, the 10 points as you're writing down your summary page to go back and do your homework. Continuously innovate. Number one. Expand your market reach. Number two. Three, build strong customer relationships. Four, develop strategic partnerships. Five, invest in marketing and advertising. Six, foster a high-performance team. Seven, embrace technology and automation. Eight, monitor key performance indicators, also known as KPIs. Nine, stay agile and adapt. Ten, seek guidance and mentorship. Those ten specific things, grade yourself one low, ten high, work on, contact us, get some help, get into a win-win fire team, get a business coach that's really serious about focusing on you and they prosper when you prosper. Because the three main steps that we talked about today to managing yourself is to make sure you're good at sales. Get that skill. It's mission critical. The sooner you get it, the better. Whether you're going to be doing most of the sales or whether you're going to have the team that's going to help, sales solve everything that matter. Number two, the skill of building. Building a business. Building a system. Building processes. You're going to be a builder of companies if you want the success that I think you're dreaming of and hoping for and working toward those big goals. And four, make sure that not only can you sell, not only can you build, but you can lead. You are a leader. You're doing the right things. Thank you for being part of this process. Have good insights. Have a great week. See you next time. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. No information included is intended to substitute specific individualized advice in any life matter, including tax, estate, legal, financial, medical, or otherwise. We recommend that you discuss your specific situation with your team of qualified professionals. No information voiced here should be taken as a guarantee or promise of future financial performance. Financial information discussed in this podcast should not be used for decision-making purposes, as it may not apply to your specific situation. No investment is suitable for all investors, and all investments carry risk. Please consult with your financial advisor before making financial decisions. The speakers in this podcast are not compensated. You are not obligated to use the services of any of the entities referenced and may choose any qualified professional to provide professional services. Securities and advisor services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Financial planning offered through Wise World Investment Planning, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL Financial.